Hey, this is Lucky Yates. Hey there, this is Jimmy Simpson. Hello, this is Brad Sherwood. Hi, this is Claire Coffey. This is Andy Daly. Hey there, this is Kevin Durant. Hi, I'm Chris Barnell. Hey, this is TJ Fines. Hey y'all, this is David Hoffman. You are listening to Next Level Radio. Have fun. It's time for the Showcast. And now, here they are, those pop culture junkies and your hosts, Ben Beck, Adam Gorey, and Steve Richards. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of the Showcast Spotlight here on the Next Level Network. I'm your host for this edition, Ben Beck, joined by my co-host, Adam Gorey. And our guest this week is someone who has been part of the ABC family for the past five, now going on to her sixth year, uh, which is always an impressive run when it comes to network television. She plays Mandy Baxter, and who is no joke, one of my favorite characters on one of my favorite shows. Uh, not saying this just because she's on the line. It's very, very true. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite shows, Last Man Standing, which just aired its season six premiere. Please welcome Molly Ephraim. Molly, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Uh, no joke, I have watched this show since episode one. I've watched since the beginning. And <laughs> your character very quickly became one of my favorites just because I laugh so much when, when, with some of the stuff that Mandy does. Yeah, it's really fun. It's it's not like me in real life, but it's great to be able to turn on sort of like the bobblehead, and uh, and I get to wear pretty clothes, and they do my makeup and my hair all cute. So it's a nice departure from from me in my regular life. Yeah, that was actually something I was going to ask too. As part of this, is you know, Mandy is obviously a little ditzy. She's very uh-huh. diva esque uh, at times. Um, but I know I followed you on Twitter for the past couple seasons as well, and I know just from your Twitter account and your postings, you're very funny, and you're so far from Mandy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But how much of your real character do you th- your real character do you think actually finds its way into Mandy when you're on screen? Um, I, I like to be silly and self-deprecating, and I think that there's some of that in, in Mandy. Look, you know, she's not written to be sort of the, the sharpest tool in the shed, <laughs> um, but I think that I, I never wanted to be disparaging about her or her intelligence or lack thereof, so I think I like to inject sort of a wink and a nod when I'm doing a dumb bit, because I think she knows that she's saying something that's sort of ditzy or stupid. Sometimes, sometimes <laughs> maybe not. But um, but yeah, I think there's a certain intelligence, and I, I notice that in girlfriends of mine. Sometimes you can like, you know, say something that sounds a little dumb, but actually you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. And I think she's one of those gals, and she's she's secretly a genius. Yeah, and she's certainly found herself a partner in Kyle that's very similar. Yeah. Well, what's funny, too, is I I feel like, you know, before Mandy and Kyle really made it official, um, I think I think Mandy's kind of dumbed him down in the relationship. You know, one person (laughs) they always talk about like a straight man when you're, you know, in a comedy, somebody's sort of the jokester and somebody's the straight man. And we get to do that for each other, Christoph and I. But, uh, but yeah, sometimes he just, he gets some real dumb ones in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. He's so cute though. You he can't help it. Yeah. And he's it's so funny too. Perfect, I mean, perfect delivery. 
you say that like you're you almost like Mandy almost kind of dumps him down a little bit. I is that mm-hmm. really possible with Kyle? I don't really know for sure. Because... No, I don't know. I think what's so <laughs> fabulous about Kristoff and the way that he plays this guy is that he is eight hundred percent earnest in everything that he does <laughs> and says. Like you could not find a purer heart out there than than Kyle. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's like you just, you love everything that comes out of his mouth. And Christoph is, in my mind, like just a total comedic genius. I can't stop laughing every time I'm working with him. Yeah, Check and it's funny. Out. You look at the personality of both Mandy and Kyle and you, you know, from the very beginning of the show, Mandy and Kyle didn't end up together, I think, until around season four. Was it they actually ended up together? Mm, yeah, maybe three, four might have been around I don't there. know. It's been a while. <laughs> but, but you look at these two characters, and from the very beginning, you don't realize how destined for each other they really are. You know, how, oh, yeah. how perfect yeah. they are for each other since the beginning. Exactly. Just uh, birds of a feather. Yeah. You know, so the last time we saw your character in season five, you know, Mandy was moving forward with her fashion business. She was planning her marriage mm-hmm. with Kyle. Um, mm-hmm. And now I think the way the season ended, there are plans for both of you to move in back with your parents. Um, what kind of things do you think we can plan to see now out of Mandy uh, for the coming season? Well, what's funny is we get this question a lot, and um, we're, we're we're not sort of beating around the bush or being facetious or anything. We really don't know. I <laughs> genuinely don't know. I cannot say with any certainty what will happen for Mandy this year. I'm pretty sure she'll be getting married because I think we've set that one up. Yeah. Um, and that's not like a spoiler alert that like we've been paving the way for that. Um, but as far as the scripts go and, and where the season is headed, we as the actors don't get to know that until like the night before we start working on it, really. So in in a small way, I mean, of course, we, we're shooting the episodes and then they're airing a couple weeks after. So we know more than you do as viewers. But um, in a small way, we're also kind of along for the for the ride, finding out what's happening up with these characters and and where they're headed yeah yeah and i mean it's the shows um you know everybody who who's seen home home improvement from back in i guess it was the 90s the show obviously has a somewhat comparable uh type of um kind of storyline to it but um Mm -hmm. i know you're about the same age i am and and i was i know i remember my parents always watching home improvement when i was younger and everything like that and and obviously that's part mm-hmm. of the draw for the show with Tim Allen this being like his I, I don't know when it first came out I don't know that um you know when I first saw it I I didn't expect it to be as successful as it is and it's great to see so were you kind of a fan of home improvement growing up as well or did you not really get to check it out too much So funnily enough I had never seen an episode until we started shooting Last Man uh, my <laughs> brother and I did not watch a lot of TV growing up we were not allowed to not like in a strict off the grid kind of a way, more like in a Sesame Street PBS only kind of a way, um, <laughs> and kind of limited limited TV viewing. Uh, so yeah, as a result, like I I'm missing a lot of pop culture references from the 80s and 90s. Um, a home improvement being among them. So uh, I have a ton of girlfriends that are madly in love with JTT and were just chomping at the bit to come and see him <laughs> in episodes of our show <laughs> and like dying to be introduced. I was like, yeah, sure. You know, he's a, he's a sweet guy. Um, so 
so the home improvement stuff like just doesn't land for me but um but it's pretty funny that you know in a lot of ways now I'm a part of this show that has that same kind of appeal and and comfort and like good homey family feelings as home improvement is so it's fun for me to get to be a part of that zeitgeisty thing you know yeah yeah absolutely I mean it's it's almost like the home improvement of this generation and you are actually funny enough mentioning JTT you're kind of like the JTT of this generation you're the middle one right yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> so in, I feel in like a, on the one episode that I saw I was like oh little JTT he was like such a little smart ass and I <laughs> am not doing that but yeah. yeah I'm in I'm in the middle slot yeah exactly and I mean Maybe part of the reason, you know, growing up you didn't get a chance to uh, to watch too much of it. I know you were big into uh, in the theater um, growing up, and I know having that background, it kind of gives you a little bit of a um, little bit of room to do a lot of different type of work. And I know you did before you, you know, you hopped on with Last Man Standing. You did uh, the second Paranormal Activity movie, and then uh, obviously you did the Marked ones. I think about three or four years after that. I'm kind of curious. Uh-huh. Um, when you did the first one, was there any kind of different approach you took going into uh, going into the marked ones after you've kind of had a show like um, a show like Last Man Standing under your belt for a few years, you know, and, and doing that kind of work for a while? Did you take any different approach mm-hmm. between the two? No, I don't think so. What was funny about the Paranormal Two is um, oh, it was largely improvised. It was the first sort of sequel in that series. And so they were trying to come up with a way to make something seem as naturalistic as the first one, but also have kind of a plot line that followed through. So it was really sort of experimental filmmaking at in a Paramount movie, which I now have come to understand is pretty rare and weird. <laughs> yeah. um, but in a lot of ways was was theatrical because we had cameras that were mounted so you didn't have to worry about you know duplicating any kind of performance or getting another shot from another angle or whatever um for the marked ones it was definitely more scripted although chris landon the writer of that one is a good buddy of mine and said you know just kind of feel it out um i'm playing the same character so uh, you know, I I was sort of back to just give some background information on on ghosts and the research that my character has done. It was mostly just a blast for me to come in for a day and see the crew and the people mm-hmm. who worked on our movie because all the paranormal movies essentially had the same crew throughout. Okay. So it was nice to connect with them. Okay. Um, I know we're running a little short on time with you, but I know we, we've talked a, a little bit about your, you know, your upbringing in the theater and such, and you mentioned mm-hmm. not being, you know, not watching TV and such. It, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention this. We are actually in the Philadelphia area, which is where you are from. Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> from Bucks uh, County. Yeah, so I mean, we're I'm down in Delaware County. Adam is in Lehigh uh, County. Lehigh County. That's what I thought. Oh, cool. Um, you okay. obviously, you know, you live out in LA now due to the shooting of Last Man Standing and such. Do you make it back here yes. to the Philly area often? I do. Yeah, my brother lives in Philly. My folks are still in PA, um, so I get back a fair amount. 
And and my mom for years is like, I don't want to deal with East Coast winters anymore. <laughs> and <laughs> every year we have a we have a steep driveway at my parents' house, and every year they get smoot in, and you know there's no power, and my mom's just like cursing herself out, living in 50 degrees inside the house. I'm like, just come to LA. <laughs> I live here now. Come on out. But yeah, I do. I do go home and uh, and see everybody and and sort of. Be in the middle of nature. That's yeah. what I like about it. Yeah, but Are you the Bucks County down like by Levittown or up by like Quakertown or middle like Doylestown? Like, yeah, more like Doylestown. Oh, okay. Doylestown area. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. These, the East Coast winters out here are rough. And <laughs> yeah. right now we're, we're getting ready to hit like an Indian summer because we're going to be into like the, yeah. the, the warm temperatures through December, which I don't like. I like the cooler. I like the winter temperatures around the holidays. So it's. It kind of sucks. I know. I miss it in theory. And then when I come back for Thanksgiving or Christmas breaks or something, I'm like, oh, it's so nice. And then I just hit that mark. I'm like, I don't want to be wet anymore. I don't need this slush. This is ridiculous. You can only miss it for so long. Exactly. So, uh, But uh, obviously we want to send people to check out Last Man Standing. It's Fridays at 8 o'clock, 7 Central. Your season six premiere just debuted. Uh, or you just premiered uh, last night when our listeners are starting to listen to this. Uh, and I'm looking forward to another great season. Um, you know, Adam brought up Home Improvement earlier on. And it's funny because when the show first started and I heard the premise of it, I was calling it Home Improvement 2.0. Uh, yeah. You know, same <laughs> premise, three daughters instead of three sons, uh, outdoorsman mm-hmm. instead of a handyman. But the show has really, right. in, in the time that it's been on, has really grown to have its own identity. And it's separated itself from Home Improvement, which I'm, I'm actually very happy uh, to have seen, and it, it, which is why, while Home Improvement was one of my favorite sitcoms, Last Man Standing is too, and they're, uh, I, while there are some similarities, it's definitely different, and I still enjoy it. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this sixth season brings. Yeah, it's catching up well, too. Thanks. Catching up to the same number yeah. of seasons, so that's great to see. Yeah, Home Improvement. I know it's pretty wild. I mean, pun intended. It's like if you don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I yeah. think that Tim kind of knew that about like you know what this premise works. And he wanted, with the vlogs, he always wanted a, a, a part of the show where he could kind of break that fourth wall. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 of course the comparisons roll in. But on the other hand, we're like, we're on a show for six seasons. And in this day and age, it's, it's sort of rare. So it's great that people have connected with this thing and felt like, oh, that reminds me of this other show that I used to watch and really love. Yeah, exactly. Um Real quick, it just came to my came to my head, and I know we, yeah. we gotta we gotta let you go. But um, okay, <laughs> I'm I'm a huge fan of Tim's. I have to imagine that's just got to be a fun experience. It is. He's a crazy person. He <laughs> um, <laughs> it takes a lot to get him to like settle down and work on the scene because he just wants to play around and goof off and do his own bits. Um, often they are more blue. And then, <laughs> then would be allowed on an ABC TV show, blue being, you know, a little off color. Um, but it's a blast. He's fantastic and very gracious, and we're all so happy and lucky to work with the guy. Anybody ever ask him to do any Buzz Lightyear lines while you're on set? Oh, absolutely. Me, all the time. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was like, I, was like uh, I think I asked him before if he would do my outgoing message as Buzz, and I still have to follow up on that. There you go. Because <laughs> um, I think that'd be fun, you know? That'd be, that'd be awesome. I'd love to have that. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to send people your way on Twitter at Molly Ephraim on Twitter. And of course, uh, at last man, ABC, which is the Twitter account for last man standing. We encourage our listeners to follow both. Uh, as we mentioned, Fridays at eight, uh, Fridays at eight, seven central on ABC. Molly, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys. Uh, all right, guys, we're going to wrap this up, this, uh, showcast spotlight, but we'll be back for another one in just a little bit.